What's up, residents? Thank you so much for tuning into the RA Life. I'm your host and friendly neighborhood RA, Alec Palmer. Super excited you all came back after listening to my first intro episode on what to expect throughout the RA Life experience. Um, and I hope you had the chance to check that out. And if you don't, the uh, the episode prior to this is the one you should be checking out first. So keep up to date with my Instagram and my Facebook for instant updates and news at the underscore ra underscore life l-y-f-e of course trying to keep it unique trying to keep it fresh well i've had a couple things on my mind lately that i wanted to share with all of you so i'm gonna dive right into the content i'm excited i'm gonna start shaking things up and let's go so i'm gonna dive right in and i just want to talk to you about um about freshman year taking it way back what's good to you 18 year old crazy freshman dudes and chicks out there Today I've got a list set up based off of my freshman year um, called the Freshman Do's and Don'ts. And actually a shout out to uh, Haley Buthel. She's actually my literal resident um, over in, uh, in San Buen. So thank you for the inspiration. Um, as always, I'm always looking for suggestions and ideas for content. I want you guys to tell me what to put out on my episodes. And of course, I'll, uh, you know, I'll give some surprises. I'll, I'll give what I think is valuable as well. But let me know what you want to hear. So slide into the DMs, shoot me a message. Um, I'd be more than happy to adjust my episodes so that you guys get what you want. So we'll work on the freshman do's and don'ts today. Um, I'm going to share some memories with you about what me and my crowd did freshman year, um, how my collegiate career began, and how it changed in second semester um, and whatnot. I've got some quality stories and encounters that will stay with me till the day I die. Um, yeah, a lot of really good stuff then. Um, then I want to tell you a little bit about what's on my playlist, what's getting me through the day, um, what's keeping me motivated, what's keeping me active um, in my busy lifestyle, my busy schedule. Um, what else? What else do we want to do? Oh yeah, so I'll show you the, I'll show you the, I'll tell you about the playlist and what I'm listening to. And then I've got, I've got something my mom told me that I want to share with all of you. I think you'll, I think you'll get some value out of it. Um, so that you can take on with you throughout your day um, and, you know, make the world a better place with. So, let's see. To start off, I want to talk about my freshman year. And my freshman year began back in, what was it, 2014. And my parents and I decided that the best way to me, for me to get involved on campus from the get-go was to do the Prio. So the Prio was a trip over in the Laguna Mountains area, um, couple hours from here and I went with you know a couple dozen students from USD all whom whose parents had uh, signed them up as well so you know a lot of uh, a, a very diverse group of people and I gotta say I met liter- literally some of the best friends I've ever had in my life on that trip and people who I've I've stayed close with ever since and looking back on it honestly I couldn't be more grateful for that experience just because it exposed me from the get-go and kind of allowed me to come into orientation with already having a friend group. So I was already, you know, like a week ahead of everyone else. So I always recommend um, to new students coming into USD to go on the Prio. Um, and that, that, that was just such a great time. Um, and such a, like a valuable experience because I was able to go into college with, I was, I was going into college with this mentality of, oh, partying and drinking and going out. And I kind of wasn't really paying attention to the fact that there's so much more than that. 
And, um, and, and now, you know, thinking back on it and being in this role now, um, I'm, so, I'm just super glad I did it. I, I honestly, I, 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 could, I could rave about it all day. So obviously the pre-o was super important into, um, into starting my college career. Um, I made a ton of friends and, um, that kind of takes me into some of the stories that, that happened. Uh, I'll never forget one time. So keeping names out and, and aside from the conversation, um, I remember one time, so I lived in uh, Missions A, if you're not familiar with Missions A, it's the it's the sweet style living, so there was eight of us sharing uh, two bathrooms and a common room, and it was super fun, it was like, it was honestly like having my, my own little apartment freshman year, which was, which was super dope, um, so I was super grateful for that as well, but I remember, um, I remember one time I, we walked over to Maher, which was one of the it's one of the co-ed dorms um, for students who go to school here. You know, but if you don't go to school here, um, it's probably the most beautiful dorm um, on campus, and they've got all the balconies and everybody's got a personal bathroom, and it's super cool. Um, and I remember some of the kids that we went on with Prio with um, invited us to come over, and this is freshman year, and so we walk inside, and there's just like there's just like this wood board in the middle of the room, and people are playing beer pong and whatnot and i'm like i'm thinking to myself okay you know like obviously looking back you know against community standards and uh you know i don't uh, i don't encourage that kind of behavior um as the ra but um it was super funny because i i'm looking around the room and the closet door is missing and i realized that the closet door is what they're playing beer pong on like they literally took screws and the screws and the hinges off of the door to the closet and balanced it on two chairs and play BP. I mean, it was it was genius. It was it was actually genius. Um, so that kind of got adopted throughout other dorms. <laughs> so that was that was kind of a trend for a little while, and that was really fun. Um, and and those guys were those guys were great, super fun to hang out with. Um, and those are all people I met on the prio as well. Um, so yeah, that was really really fun. And I remember one time. Those same kids, they uh, they came over to our place one night and uh, in Mission Day, and they had a suitcase, and like a literal suitcase. Um, and I was wondering, like, why why would anybody show up to our place like with a suitcase? And they open it up, and I kid you not, there had to have been ninety Coors Lights inside. And um, you know, not condoning any any of that kind of activity or behavior, um, but just looking back and talking about my experiences. That's just incredible that somebody took the time to just pack a suitcase full of beer and wheel it all the way across campus. Like, that's some dedication right there. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was pretty funny. I remember also one time, one final story that I, I love this story. So it was towards the end of first semester, and um, me and my, my suite and I got really close. So one of, one of our kids, one of the kids in the suite, he ended up transferring after freshman year. He was, he was my best friend. Um, shout out to Jackson. Jackson McDonough, if you're listening. Um, he, uh, his mom sent him these Chinese fire lanterns and, um, he's like, yo, like, honestly, like, uh, to, as a way to commemorate this semester, I was thinking we, we would all light these, uh, these Chinese fire lanterns and just let them go. Um, and we had this like little patio balcony thing, like little walkout area from our suite. So we, we went over there, we lit them up. And at this point of the year, it was like during California's like biggest drought. Like it had not rained in weeks or not even that, like months. And um, so the entire Tecolote Canyon right by uh, campus where my, our dorm was, was just purely just dry, just dried out brown dirt. Like, and we're lighting these Chinese freaking lanterns. And 
I'll never forget it. And one of the lanterns gets stuck in the tree um, right above the canyon. And we're like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. And then it falls and it starts to like lose its, what with the oxygen inside, I don't even know what's going on. The fire, the flame, and it's just going and going and going down and down and down into the canyon. So one of the kids, one of the kids runs up after it and like stomps it out because I kid you not, that entire canyon would have lit up in flames. We, we would have, we would have started the biggest wildfire in San Diego in a really long time. So that was a, that was a story I'll never forget. Um, trying to think of anything else, uh, that was pretty prominent. But um, I don't know. I guess what I'm trying to say is a lot of people harp on the first semester of freshman year, especially being a guy. And I got to say, I was super blessed because we had such a fun time. Like we just we made things fun um, when other people were worried about getting into fraternity parties or making it down to Mission Beach and getting inside of this party and meeting with these people and et cetera, et cetera. So that kind of takes me to my do's and don'ts. So this is a little list I compiled called The Freshman Do's and Don'ts. Um, once again, shout out to Haley, my resident, for giving me the inspiration to do this. Um, so, do. Get your squad together on a Friday night. Get your boys together, your girlfriends down the hall, hit them up, text the group chats, um, even the ones that have that uh, those super awkward people from the honors dorms um, that send the terrible memes. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying. Um, don't. If you're a dude, don't call the Uber XL like a savage and say, hey, uh, I've got this one, yo, and then haul all the girls from the hall above you to that frat party thinking you're going to get in um, because you got a fat squad of chicks with you. Just, just just don't do that, man. Like, you're wasting your time, and by now, if you're a guy, you and me both know it doesn't it doesn't get better. So I, I did that for the first two weeks and learned my lesson, um, but the key part, just learn your lesson. Stop doing it. It's not going to be any difference in, in next, next week, bro. So, um... <laughs> The other day, it was Halloween weekend, and I'm on duty, right? And I'm walking past a group of freshmen to uh, Missions Cafe, Mishcaf, and they're talking about my fraternity. And I jumped into the Knicks, and I said, hey, what's up? Are you all going to our fraternity social get-together, if you feel me? Whatever. And um, I forgot that I had my RA staff shirt and official badge with my name on it, like literally shining like a diamond on the top left corner of my T-shirt. And they're just like, uh, and I get it because like when I was a freshman, I did not want to talk to my RA when I was trying to go out. Like I'm just trying to vibe, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I kid you not, um, I dropped the, I dropped the old, oh no, no, it's chill. Like that's actually my fraternity. I'm just on duty tonight. I, I can't go. And I kid you not, some dude dressed as a tennis player <laughs> who was like too school, too cool for school for me about like 19 seconds ago, steps away from the girl he was hitting on and uh, gets off his high horse to introduce himself to me like I was freaking Jesus in the flesh. And um, long story short, I told him like, you know, to be safe and have a good time, but not to expect too much because, you know, Halloween weekend and, you know, my friends throwing a, a, a you know, a get together or if you want to call it a party, I don't know if it's a party, um, you know, just trying to be politically correct. And, um, I just told him, like, you know, just go hang out. And I know that's not what they want to do, but like, I just didn't want to see them going through the, the, the weekend routine of just walking around aimlessly around Mission Beach. So I told him, I was like, honestly, you guys might not get in. Like we already kind of discussed, you know, keeping the things that brothers and that, that's something that you can look forward to when, you know, you have the ability to rush next semester. And I kid you not, the, one of the dudes goes, oh no, no, bro. It's, it's totally cool. Like I know the guys inside. <laughs> And I'm like, all right, guy, you know more than I do, so uh, have a good time. Tell me how it goes, and um, and count how many steps between Dover and Ensenada there are when you're anxiously uh, walking around trying to get into the next lit party. So, 
Here's the next do. Um, do hit up the SLP. Take advantage of that. We're top 20 in the country for food. It's amazing. Like, stop hating because you don't get paprika on it because your mom used to do that back home or whatever. Get over it. Use the communal kitchen. Cook your own food. If you want to do that instead, I mean, that's fine. But what I'm saying is take advantage of the amenities we have here on campus. We're literally at a country club. Use the SLP. Bring a plate back to your room. It's got great food. Um, so just take advantage of it. Don't. Don't eat the Chinese food more than once a week. Like, it's just a no-go. And I feel like, for me, that's common sense. Um, but sometimes I literally see the same kids in line every night eating Chinese food. Like, how many egg rolls does it take for you to realize your stomach can't handle that much sodium? So, with that being said, just be, uh, you know, a little bit more, a little bit more aware of the sauce. You know, the sauce. Lil Uzi Vert, Love Is Rage 2. Actually, what an incredible album. I love that song. Actually, the first song of that album, uh, I think it's called 2. Yeah, I think it's 2. That's a, that's a freaking awesome song. It's OD. Um, okay, here's another do. Do, go to your office hours. It's so good. It's underutilized. It's a great way for your teachers to flip that 89 into a 90. Um, don't, however, go to office hours after failing and being like, I don't get it, and then cry and pretend like you had some other stuff going on in your life and make up excuses because you failed. And honestly, if that's the excuse you're going to make, your teacher's just going to say, well, you should have came to me before the exam. We could have worked something out. Um, you know, there's no BS when it comes to this stuff. Like, no one's going to give you a break just because you're crying. Um, and I'm only saying this because I'm encouraging you all to take that extra step to study three days earlier and, and, and take it as a learning experience. If you didn't do well on that exam, realize now that it's not because the test was whatever, X, Y, and Z. It's because you didn't study enough and you weren't prepared enough. And I get it and I'm practical and I understand that there are exams that and teachers that add questions that are intended to screw you up, and that sucks, and I don't know why they do that. Um, but at the same time, if, if you realize and recognize that you didn't do well on a past exam and you want to go to office hours to complain, um, before you do, about, do that, think about it, take a step back, and um, take those couple extra days of studying um, and, and take one of those nights off from a wine Wednesday. Um, do use the communal kitchen, as I mentioned. Uh, don't use the complimentary baking sheet. That one's just a no-brainer. Um, let's see what else. Oh, here's a good one. Do hit up networking events early on. Super valuable. Um, I remember freshman year, I went to this, um, there was this conference, one of these, like, one of those real estate moguls, he was a graduate of USD, and he's currently worth, like, half a billion dollars, because he just flips property. Um, super, super motivational, inspirational guy. <coughs> and, um, after the event, I was a freshman. And all these, uh, all these older students, juniors and seniors, and even grad students had their, um, their binders out and their full suits and their, um, their business cards. And they're just begging for this guy to take their business card. And it was just, it was just kind of obnoxious. And I totally – listen, I totally get and respect being professional and coming prepared and taking advantage of your opportunities. But I also think that there is an aesthetically pleasing way to do it. Um, and this is not to pat myself on the back, but I simply went up to the guy afterwards after this guy um, begged for him to take his uh, business card. And um, I just went up to him and was like, hey, man, you know, I'm a freshman, and I didn't really know much about real estate at all. I just kind of want to get some exposure. Um, and I just want to say thanks. So thank you so much again, and I hope you have a good night. And he goes, oh, really? And I was like, yeah, it was, it was really good. I hope, you know, like I learned a lot, and you know, I, I think I have a better direction of where I want to go um, with my, you know, my college career, my academics, and what I want to do after college. And um, he's kind of like, oh, like, 
that's the, that's the first real thing I've heard all night. And I was like, oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. He goes, why don't you uh, send me a message on LinkedIn and we'll, uh, we'll grab some coffee and over at Aromas next time I'm on campus. And like the, the point of me telling you this story is not so I could be like, oh, like I'm super sick at like social interactions. Um, even though I do feel confident in those areas, I think there's just this authentic aspect that a lot of people overlook when it comes to interaction and personal communication um, and human interaction and you know, as a marketing major, like consumer behavior and just thinking realistically as a human with rational thoughts as opposed to just logical things. Um, just being real, just gotta be authentic, man. Um, yeah, so that, that kind of wraps up the do's and don'ts. Um, what else? I guess I'm gonna slide. I'm gonna slide into um, what's on my playlist right now because I got a super busy schedule, as many of you know. Um, doing the RA thing, telefunding manager over in the Dick Gary Alumni Center, Sales Club, Fiji. Uh, what else we got going on? 18 units of classes. I'm slammed this semester. I'm absolutely slammed. Um, and yeah, I still stay involved with University Ministry, which I love. Um, shout out to Founders Founders Chapel. Amazing, amazing community. Um, but let me tell you a little bit what's on my playlists right now. So listen to a lot of Martin Garrix. Um, had the pleasure of seeing him in Vegas a couple weekends ago um, with my buddy Mason. We were able to hook it up with a couple tables with our AM Music Entertainment Group. Find us on Instagram as well. <clears throat> um, we're trying to bring some promotion events to USD actually as well. So that was really fun. Saw Martin Garrix and um, I was just I was vibing out on the dance floor and... One of the songs, and just I just stand up and I just like just pointing at Martin Garrix, just hoping that like he would look at me for some weird reason, and I'm just like just vibing out, jumping up and down, and he literally points at me, and I I'm just like I'm shocked because he like noticed me and everybody in the crowd, and it's a club, so it's not like overly crowded, but there's still a solid amount of people in there, and um. So he points at me, and I start jumping up and down because I get all excited. And then, like, he starts, like, fist bumping, and, and he's jumping up and down. And, and then I tweet at him afterwards, and this is when I realize how powerful social media is. And I've, I've always known social media is powerful, but I, I didn't think about it this way. When somebody's got millions of followers um, constantly, constantly being um, tweeted at and commented towards, I simply said, vibed out to Martin Garrix tonight, pointed at him, and he pointed me back, pointed at, pointed at me back, like, unbelievable performance, like, Shout out to a, a great performer. And he favorites it. And I, I just, I, that just goes to show like how powerful our generation is with communication. But I, that's, I'm, get, I'm getting too far away from the point and going off on a tangent. Um, but what else we got? we got? We got Logic. Listen to Logic right now. He's such an inspiration. Um, if you haven't seen his VMA's performance, I highly recommend going to see his uh, VMA's performance of the 1-800-273-8255, the Suicide Hotline song with Alicia Cara and Khalid. It's an amazing song. Um, but the rest of the album is also phenomenal too. I actually love the song Anxiety. Super good, um, as well as Take It Back. Um, what else? Lil Uzi Vert, like I said, Love Is Rage 2, great album. Um, these are kind of the things I'm listening to on a regular basis. Uh, let's see what else we got. Without Warning, um, the album with 21 Savage, Offset, and Metro Boomin came out of nowhere. Um, solid song. Rick Rick Flair Drip. I, I I really like that song too. That's a good one. But I am going to give you one one suggestion, uh, one song of the day, if you will. And um, let's see. I mean, for me right now, 
the song of the day has to be Swamp by Brockhampton. And even though it's a little bit older, uh, I mean, not that old, but, you know, not as relevant, maybe. And Brockhampton is not a very relevant group. Um, they're just, just awesome, just very different. Um, and people are swamped with work being midterm season and all. And this song is simply just lit F. Um, so go check it out. It's pretty good. Uh, if you don't know about Brockhampton, they're actually a California-based American hip-hop boy band. That's what they go by, a boy band. Um, formed in San Marcos, Texas back in 2015. Um, and the members have been changing in and out since uh, since their since their establishment. But they have six prominent members. However, they feature like over a dozen other members, both past and current in their albums and mixtapes. Um, and their latest album, Saturation 2, is got some quality hip-hop, so go check it out. Swamp by Brockhampton. Disclaimer, it has some explicit content. So I'm just making it known. Don't play this at any of your RA programming events because it's got some swears. Um, but they're great. You know, black and white black and white members, gay and straight members, very diverse group of characters in this group. Go check them out. I really, really, really respect what they're doing. So um, lastly, um, some motivation for the day, and I hope that you can take this with you after listening to this podcast. And it's something my mom told me. Um, a couple weeks ago, and it stuck with me. I, I think about it constantly, and I didn't really understand it and process it the way I should have when I first heard it, but I, I started to realize how valuable this saying is, and she told me, she's like, Alec, don't confuse movement with progress, and that really made me think like movement and progress isn't that kind of the same thing, um, but they're very, very, two very different things. Right now in our generation, I think, in our society, too many people talk and say stuff, and the reality is they aren't doing, they aren't, they aren't providing, they're just moving. And I just want to ask like, are, are, and propose the question, are you creating value in the projects you're taking on, or are you simply going through the motions? Are you providing something of use with every step you take towards progress, not just movement, towards progress? Like, are you actually just doing stuff to get by, or are you happy with what you're doing? Are you fulfilled? Like, fulfillment is huge to me. I don't know. I just like like I said in my intro episode, we've got one life to live and it just irks me when I see people aimlessly walking around like tomorrow is a given. And the reality is you can be here today and gone tomorrow. And I'm sorry, but as harsh as that sounds, it's true. So take a step back, reevaluate if you have to and start making progress. Start that project you wanted to start, read that book on penny stocks, create that blog, do that vlog, stop talking and start doing, prioritize, prioritize, prioritize. So that's the gist of my first episode. Um, That's kind of a lot, kind of a rant. Maybe I'll just call these rants from now on. Um, If you don't know Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V is one of my my biggest inspirations right now. He does rants, really like him. Um, And his Monday morning rant is sick, so good. Listen to it every Monday morning. So I hope you enjoyed my first official episode of the podcast, um, The RA Life. Be sure to subscribe, and uh, we'll see you all soon. Thank you very much. Goodbye.